It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. If you're between the ages of 18 and 55, there's a job open for you in the nursing profession. Although there are more nurses active in the profession today than ever before, the demand continues to outstrip the supply. Right now, the National Association of Practical Nurse Education could employ an additional 60,000 practical nurses a year. Hospital and health facilities are continuing to expand. As a result, countless opportunities are open to the woman who becomes a professional or practical nurse. Older women, particularly, are finding the profession of practical nursing highly rewarding as a career. To qualify as a student in professional nursing, you must be a high school graduate or college student in good health. For practical nursing, an elementary school or high school graduate, depending on age. If you're interested in the security of a well-paying, honorable profession, write to Nursing Careers in care of your local postmaster. Or inquire at your nearest school of nursing or hospital. I think that's Mr. McGee, Teeny. Will you take a look out the window? Okay, Miss McGee. I think it's... Yeah, that's him, all right. Well, now, you stay here and keep an eye on those cookies in the oven, will you? There's something I want to remind him about. Oh, McGee! Yeah? Oh, hi. I'm glad you're back. Hmm? There's a little job you promised to do today, remember? A small chore connected with this lawnmower. What? Me use that old-fashioned, out-of-date grass chopper? Not me, baby. Not F. McGee, man of the atom age, the electric era, and the space patrol. Not me. Well, now, before you go shooting off into the wild blue up yonder, you've got a date to manicure the front yard. You promised me now six times. And I never forget a promise. That's exactly why I come home this time of day, to cut the grass. Oh, sure, sure. Cross my heart. Wait till you see what I brought with me. What in the world is that? Uh, Oh, for goodness sakes, an electric lawnmower. Don't tell me you bought that thing. I won't tell you that because it ain't so. I didn't buy it, and it's not electric. It's a streamlined gasoline power mower with a motory rotor. I mean, a rotary motor. Where'd you get it? I thought this was a holiday in all the stores. Crazy down at the hardware store is taking inventory, and I got him to open up and let me have this baby for the day. And what does a dandelion mincer like this cost to rent? Nothing. I uh, I didn't rent it. Trace said I could take it home and try it out this afternoon. Oh? Hoping you'd fall so much in love with it, you couldn't bear to part with your new streamlined toy, huh? <laughs> Don't you worry about me falling in love with a lawnmower, Tootsie. You're the only streamlined toy in my life. Thank you. This mower's got a new principle, Molly. Instead of a reel of them wavy-looking blades rolling over the grass, this one's got one high-speed blade that chops the grass off close to the roots. Gives it a sort of a crew-cut look. Hmm. Well, I don't care how you cut the grass, just so you cut it down. I'd like to find the evening paper again without feeling like I was Lewis and Clark. Either one. Don't you worry. I'll have this yard looking like a golf course before you can say, Hello, Employment Service, send me a grass cutter. Well, more par to your par more, dearie. I've got some cookies in the oven and Teeny watching them. Teeny, that's like hiring a hungry lion to guard a butcher shop. (laughs) She'll eat all the... I heard that, Mr. McGee. And you're wrong. Oh? Just as wrong as two and two make six. 
when Mrs. McGee se- sets me to watch cookies, I don't eat them on my honor as a brownie scamp, which I hope to be when I grow up. Well, if that's the case, I apologize, Teeny. Like to watch me try out this new power lawnmower? You see, this is the motor. This is how you start it. You wrap this cord around like this. Take a good grip and yank it. <coughs> like I say, you just wrap it around like this. Give it a good sharp yank. <coughs> Very quiet motor, all right. Can't hear a thing. Let me look at these instructions again. Me, maybe now, please, just don't interrupt my train of thought while I'm concentrating. Got to adjust the magneto. This model's got a duck-back waterproof planchophonic magneto assuring quick starting, Molly. Don't tell me. Tell the lawnmower. This little gimmick here. Yeah, that ought to do it. I don't think... All right, now quiet, everybody. It's ready to go. Now watch this. You see? It's like I said... Molly, how can I concentrate on this delicate adjustment with all this distraction? Will you two go back to baking your mud pies or whatever and let a man do his work in peace? Come on, Tinny. It appears we're not wanted. We'll go in the house, McGee, if it's all the same to you. And the pleasure is all mine. I'll see you later, Teeny. Okay. But I'm going to say it. If it's the last thing, it sounds like there's no gas in that motor. Look in the tank. Huh? Of course there's gas. We wouldn't send it out on a demonstration like this without... Without... Well, I say it don't look like they're... Well, I'll... Uh, that's what I say. There's no gas in it. I tried to tell you. Only you won't listen. You men are all alike. You're nothing but... <coughs> Miss McGee, he's looking at me like my daddy does when he gets ready to spank me. Oh, hush, Teeny. Now, where's their tin can? I'll drain a little gas out of my car and have that lawnmower purring like a kitten before you... <laughs> to Wistful Vista in a minute. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Hey, the thermometer reads 90 degrees outside. But as cool as Christmas inside. We've got an RCA air conditioner. Yes, friends, more and more these days you'll be hearing people proudly saying just that. And there couldn't be a wiser choice than RCA. It's the one air conditioner backed by the tremendous research and engineering facilities of RCA. And the RCA works quietly as the amazing Heart of Cold compressor gives you helpful vacation weather all year round. The weather you choose with the concealed push-button RCA climate tuner. There's a beautiful RCA air conditioner to fit every room, any budget. And you can get a low-cost RCA factory service contract to cover installation and service. So get America's finest air conditioner. Get RCA. Remember... The world's best names for quality. RCA and RCA Victor. Hey, Molly, come here if you want to see it work. Then all it needed was gasoline, huh? Yeah. Where's Teeny? Gone home. Well, let's see it cut some capers. Okay. Here we go. Gosh, look at that. What happened? Ah, oh, the blade set too low. Up too deep. Heavenly days, look at the hole in that lawn. Must be a foot deep. Gotta adjust that blade a little. I don't know why they set it so low. Must be designed for sunken gardens. 
You're sure this is a lawnmower? You don't think they gave you a motor-driven post hole digger by mistake? No, no, it's a lawnmower. It says right there on top here. Oh, look who's coming down the walk, McGee, Dr. Gamble. Hello, doctor. Hi, Molly, and good afternoon to you, little tinker. Hi, organ mover. You know anything about power mowers? Very little. Do you? A good question. Which I will ignore. A wise move. I just brought this home to try it out this afternoon, Fatso. Greatest little labor saver you ever saw. Great grass saver, too, Doctor. He's had an hour and it hasn't cut a blade of grass yet. That's a nice little fish pond it dug for you there, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it digs fine. Oh, no, don't worry. I got the blade set right now. When I yank this starter cord... There. How's that sound, Fatso? Sounds fine. Will it cut grass? Will it cut? Watch this. All I do is twist this little throttle and off she goes like... Hmm. Great labor saver. <laughs> Why don't you take that thing back, McGee, and get your old hand lawnmower out? It'll run. I Better just... for your health, anyhow, to push a lawnmower. Might help you get rid of that flab around the belt buckle. Flab? Huh. <laughs> you had a look at yourself lately, Bellbottom? You're swelling up like a double boiler full of rice. Oh, McGee. That's not true. My weight stays the same. <laughs> just happens to be an old summer suit that I haven't had on in years. I got news for you, big boy. You still ain't got it on. <laughs> Looks like they poured you into it and forgot to say when. Sonny, as one skunk said to the other, the same applies to you. All right, McGee. Now, suppose you just kill that witty retort that's trembling on your lips and mow the lawn, huh? I got no time to argue with him, Molly. I got work to do. I think I must upset the carburetor adjustment when Sit I... Sit down here on the step, Doctor. You taking a holiday today? Uh, no, I celebrated Independence Day yesterday, Molly. Most of my patients are out of town, so I spent the afternoon lying in the hammock feeling very independent. Well, good for you. That's the most exciting time I've had since the night the phone exchange burned down and I slept 12 hours without a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> it was just what... Listen to it run now. I wasn't giving it enough gas. It's really going now. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Whoa, boy. Watch it, McGee. Don't let it get away. I got it. I can't slow it down. It's headed for the street. Turn it. Hey, I can swing it back this way. That's a powerful thing, ain't it? Ah! Better turn it off. I can't. I got a hold on to it. Watch it, Doc. Look out, Molly. Ah! Quick, Molly, up on the horse. Steer it, stupid. Steer it. And where's the brake, somebody? Where's the brake? Turn it off. How? Oh, watch the head. Look out for that head. I can't stop it. think your husband may require medical assistance, Mrs. McGee? At the moment, I don't know, Doctor. Suppose you leave your card. Oh, I wasn't drumming up business for myself. I wanted to recommend Dr. Otsby. Just the man for McGee. Dr. Otsby took all my money at poker last week, and I can't think of a better way to get even with him. Oh, dear. Well, maybe this isn't funny, Doctor. Maybe McGee is hurt. Oh, no. <laughs> I can see him from here. He's okay. And I'll run along, my dear. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know how the lad survives. The way he lit out of here like a bat out of the belfry, clinging to that mechanical monster for dear life is... <sighs> boy, oh boy, what a mess. A dad right Are you all right? Yeah, I'm okay. Where'd you put our own old-fashioned hand-pushed lawnmower? In the garage. But you don't have to mow our lawn now, McGee. Rest a while. Let it wait. Our lawn? It'll be a week before I get to our lawn. Huh? That crazy power mower clipped a strip of grass across every front yard from here to the corner and then smashed into a tree. What? I gotta cut all the grass on five front lawns before I get to ours. And by hand, too. I'm tired already to start with.
Fibber and Molly will be right back. Mystery fans know that Tuesday is their day on NBC. A trio of your favorite thrillers are brought to you each Tuesday. There's Barry Craig, Confidential Investigator, played by William Gargan in a tense half hour. And there's Dragnet, too, the authentic story of your police force in action. Jack Webb stars in Dragnet as Joe Friday, the soft-spoken but deadly detective sergeant of the Los Angeles Police Department. And that's not all, because the lineup also includes a trip on the trail of murder and mayhem with Peter Chambers. Peter Chambers is played by Dane Clark. And when it comes to getting mixed up in violence, you just haven't met the equal of our rough but romantic Pete. It's a fast half hour called Crime and Peter Chambers. They're all yours tomorrow. Barry Craig, Confidential Investigator. Dragnet. And Crime and Peter Chambers. The exciting kind of listening you want. Brought to you every Tuesday on the NBC Radio Network. What happened when you took the wrecked mowing machine back to the hardware store? Oh, they got insurance that covers things like that. Oh? In fact, Tracy says they do a bigger business by accident than they do on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald who ventures to observe that the easy way is not always the easiest way of doing anything. Further adventures with the McGees tomorrow on Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Hear today's big issue on Heart of the News tonight on the NBC Radio Network.